0: Welcome to Smooches and Stabs with Pepper Basham and Jamie Joe Wright. Studying history, how history should have happened, and creating all kinds of fictional conspiracy theories. Okay. <laughs> all right welcome back to smooches and stabs after a long sabbatical over the summer we had um a lot happen so this is jamie joe wright and pepper basham back together to relaunch our podcast
1: it was a pretty good start though i have to say it was being, we, you know,
0: we we started off with a bang so i'm looking did.
1: forward to seeing where we're going to go from here <laughs>
0: It was, it was, it was good because we had um, Edgar Allan Poe, which of course is my favorite and Jane Austen, which is yours. Mm -hmm. So that was a great way. So anybody who hasn't heard those two episodes, then we had some own, uh, some of our own personal tragedies happen, which sort of put a damper on our creative um, energies for the summer. But I think, I think we're getting back into things.
1: I think, yes, it's been a slow, we were just talking before we started recording, we were just talking about how um, it's interesting logically to know all the right things to think and believe and how still it's this sluggish sort of start back into trying to write stories and get back into a schedule and, and, and just go back into quote life when there's always going to be this piece that's missing in it and I I, it was it's surprising for me because I mean 10 years ago I lost my grandmother who was one of my closest friends but this has been this has been even just I guess closer deeper yeah so it's that slow sort of we're moving forward but we're moving through mud to get back forward but it's still forward
0: so that's a good exactly exactly and for those who are joining us who don't know exactly what happened. We do have an episode prior to this where we talk about um, our circumstances, but Pepper lost her brother earlier this spring and I lost my mom and um, they were both within the same week. And so we've really kind of traversed this journey of of loss and unknowns and grief and everything together and sort of took some time this summer to just chillax and... (laughs) now we grief, are back and, grief, and, grief. and I mean, grieve and we're going to
1: continue to grieve but the, oh the, yeah the initial acuteness yes of the grief took took some took some uh steam away and oh so, yeah <laughs> now we're trying to you know it's the, the residual grief which is going to be there forever right, right? until right. heaven and so um moving forward that's where we are exactly and we're really Great. I mean, I tell you, when, before we get into our mystery for today, mm-hmm, um, yeah. I tell you that it's been such a blessing to not walk it. Not that we were walking alone because we both are Christians and we both have a, a mindset of, of having God near us, but, um, but having another person who can speak truth to you right. in a time where you are, your heart really is wounded and not wounded to the point of where you're going to lose your faith or anything, but just just in the need of knowing, okay, you're walking this with me. Mm -hmm. You know how I'm feeling. You're Mm -hmm. saying things that I need to hear, even though I may not be feeling them right now. And that truth is so it's vital and it's comforting. And it's like the, it's like the God fingerprints in the moment where you can't feel God's hug, but you can feel it by using, you know, you for me and me for you. So that was um, really a sweet way God, used
0: Christian friends. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's definitely been a summer full of support and all kinds of people reaching out and people are still reaching out today. Yes. And um you know, honestly, the struggles are still real because if you are watching this on YouTube, you'll see behind <laughs> me, my office is completely torn apart. And that is because I have a dead mouse somewhere. Actually, she was trying to protect herself.
1: That's it what was. I keep saying. It she should have said. It was
0: an intruder. Yeah. And, you know, I had to go full force ninja dead on mouse him. really? <laughs> dead mouse really does not fit your genre, Amy. <gasps> you I know, but a mummified mouse, I still want to <laughs> find it it's annoying although it smells better down here so I think I can probably put my furniture back here in a little bit but. <laughs> anyway so what are we talking about today Pepper on our our next our next foray into how we would change history
1: yeah so curiously we really okay so you guys know we don't plan a lot before we start these oh. things so if it gets bizarre that's just the way we go uh-huh. I mean So not prepared. Right. We don't scripted. So our interesting question today is what happens to these children who disappear from history? These famous Mm. children, Mm -hmm. mostly daughters who right. just all of a sudden disappear from history and we're going to talk about two specific accounts of that in history so one of them happens to be Albert Einstein's daughter he um, had a daughter with his girlfriend I think her name is Mileva okay. and uh, the daughter was born in 1902 and because Einstein at the time was dirt poor and couldn't uh, afford a child they separated but he knew he had a daughter but the daughter's name disappears from letters in 1903 and no one knows what happened to the child there's no mention if she died there's no mention if she was given to a family member she just kind of disappears in 1903 from all letters so while I was reading that and then something else pops up and I'm kind of like oh, how weird. So this little girl, <laughs> this little, the little baby for Einstein disappeared around little after one year old. Okay. No more in, okay. in any of
0: the letters. Okay.
1: So Then we have um, even further back in history, we have Catherine Parr, who was the last wife of the renowned (laughs) (laughs) king henry the eighth which everyone loves and adores and um her dreams came true yes
0: yes he (laughs) wanted to be loved and adored clearly that's a twist on romance right there
1: (laughs) ah, not my kind i want to Oh,
0: nasty smarmy anyway go ahead anyway
1: so you that's a different story though it's interesting Mm -hmm. how he his whole personality changed after he had a head injury but anyway so (laughs) so Um, um all right so anyway Catherine Parr who was advanced in age anyway whenever she married for that time period when she married King Henry VIII Mm -hmm. uh, had been in love with Thomas Seymour before that but King Henry VIII said nope you're gonna be my wife and so he she had to marry him of course you do what the king says right and um we see what happens previously with other wives when you don't
0: (laughs) and so um, and
1: so anyway um throughout these 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 marriages I mean when King Henry VIII died Catherine was still alive uh-huh. so then she went and married the guy she'd been in love with Thomas Seymour and throughout all this time Catherine had never been able to get pregnant so she didn't think she was going to be able to have any children okay. and all of a sudden boom she's pregnant with a Ta-da. baby by her husband Thomas Seymour the okay. baby's born her name is Mary Seymour and like unfortunately I know it's very pretty. It is. And then all of a sudden, six days after Catherine passes away from what they would have called a childbed fever at the time. Oh. Um and um, the baby is, of course, given to the husband, Thomas Seymour, who's the, who is unfortunately in some kind of bad trouble because six months later he's killed for treason. And so well, there's this I mean, little... There's probably multiple reasons. Stole the queen, but whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Yeah, just,
0: I, I don't think I would have wanted to be in the royal family. <laughs> just of that you, your life expectancy <laughs> had nothing to do with physical health at all.
1: Well, for, for women, maybe with childbirth, but. Um, childbirth but, is the only, the only out yeah. there. Otherwise, you know. Right? Beheadings. But anyway, Hanging. so. Right, right. Um, So there's this little baby, Mary Seymour, who's okay. first, who first goes to live with her uncle, uh, Thomas Seymour's brother, for the first six months of her life. And then she, after that, she's sent to live with Catherine Parr's close friend. Now, there's, there's reference to her in letters for about two years okay and then she disappears from all the letters and there's nothing to say what mm. happened to her it is it is assumed she died just like einstein's baby girl died mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but there is a family uh, in england who have uh, oral history of being direct descendants from mary seymour who had changed her name and married uh, a a pretty regular guy and have a family and descendants. So I don't know. Nobody knows for sure what happened because they disappeared in history. And so my question to you, Jamie, is I wonder if there's a pattern of little girls before the age of five disappearing, famous little girls disappearing from history. And why do they disappear? And we don't know any trace of what happened to them. I have theories. Uh-huh. Can you hear me? I can hear you.
0: Oh, come on. Can you not hear me? My speakers just gave out.
1: Oh, not so good, Jamie. It's because I'm talking about this theory, this, this possible baby nappings, baby disappearances.
0: Oh, there we go. You're back.
1: I'm back. Yay.
0: Sorry, Sorry about that. <laughs> it's my Canadian story.
1: It's sorry. Uh, And it's because I'm losing it's because we're talking about disappearing babies and all of a sudden I'm disappearing from your speaker.
0: Well, thus begins my alien theory. Oh my
1: (laughs) goodness. Alien Okay. I want to hear the alien theory because I have a theory of my own and mine's
0: weird Uh -uh. too. So let's go. Go for it. Okay, so the alien theory is simply this. (laughs) These young girls were taken. Okay. They were taken by the aliens, and and then they were later on dropped into modern times and became the first psychopathic female serial killer. No, no, no! Because the aliens did testing and experimentation on these poor girls, and by the time they were oh. back to Earth, no. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. That's 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 I'm cross. Mine's better. Mine is so out. better. <laughs> Mine I is bizarre but better. Out of the gothic <laughs> into sci-fi up top. <off-top. laughs> oh, you just like to kill people. Why? Well, I just got to thinking about aliens cuz my headphones were static oh, right, made me right. think of aliens invasions and I, I,
1: I think maybe it's a government conspiracy.
0: I do want to say though. <laughs> well, Let's not go there.
1: Remember, government, we are full of conspiracy theories in history. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I have a letter. Did you see the letter that Catherine, they call her Catherine, wrote mm. to Thomas about their daughter? Which it, one? I don't know. It's really hard to understand. I go, yo, little, now, yo, blessing. <laughs> like an honest man, stay the past after. Hey, hey, come on. They give oh, a a bed with me and had laid her hand upon my belly. It's got some kind of Celtic something to it's spelling. It's Old English. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm bad at it. It actually goes. They've interpreted it too modern. That's Old English? Yes. There's no vowels in half the words. It's very Old English, yes. Okay. It goes, I gave your little knave your blessing, who like an honest man stirred a pace after and before for Mary O'Dell, being a with me, had laid her hand upon my belly to feel it stir. It hath stirred these three days every morning and evening, so that I trust when ye come, it will make you some pastime? It's so that the, they're saying
1: the baby's alive still, and he's she's trying to encourage him. The baby's moving. Oh. So... So everything's to say that
0: because she's baby's old giving- English. So oh. she-,
1: she took three sentences to say, dude, baby's alive. That's, that's right. That's okay. that's where, App- listen, just saying Appalachians from that heritage. And we can't say anything too short. <laughs> like,
0: they didn't believe in bullet points back then. <laughs> I
1: don't think so. No, they believed in, you know, beheadings. That's how the this point is what was happened made. to her
0: child. And there's nothing mysterious about it. It was death by talking. <laughs> mama was putting her to bed and trying to get her to go to sleep and she's just like dude out of here you're talking to me,
1: wouldn't you think that would probably make her go to sleep faster <laughs> <laughs> okay so so interestingly yeah so interestingly along that line um the family history part that's very cool okay um so let's see There's a letter from a Miss Strickland that said, Paul Johnson, a gentleman of good family and estate, residing at his mansion at Fordwick in the county of Kent, also having another name, Nethercourt, in the isle of Thanet, <laughs> married margaret Heyman, who was a baronet's family okay. who's part of a baronet's family their son silas johnson married the daughter of sir edward bushel who had married the only daughter of the duke of somerset's younger brother thomas seymour which was the daughter to lord seymour the daughter lord seymour had had with the queen catherine parr that's their family history the above sir edward bushel who was the um father of this son I mean that's how they got that that's their family history story that they got married it's just really interesting to me yeah for sure so 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 are you gonna stick with your alien idea no no I okay, frankly
0: think that's really stupid
1: I'm gonna I'll say my idea and just you say can your
0: idea so Mine so is how, crazy. what do you think happened to these two so, poor girls so
1: I I think there's more than just two in history oh you just know about the ones that are most obvious because people write about famous people they don't true. write about your regular people okay so I think both of them disappeared I don't like think they, vanished I, don't, I, I think they vanished and here's why okay I think that there is this history this this kind of secret agency that are f- like supernatural that are constantly trying to find soulmates. And you can only, you only have one soulmate, right? Um, Maybe you can have a second chance soulmate if your soulmate dies, but there's this primary soulmate. And so if your soulmate is born outside of your time period, how are you ever gonna meet them? So they have to be placed back into your time period in careful ways early enough to where they don't remember That they're from a different time period and so that's why all these stories came about about babies being found in baskets and places i think that's probably where peter pan the whole story of peter pan came from was it was one of those children that popped up somewhere and you're like where did this baby come from and it's the soulmate thing so this this secret society have to snatch the babies from one time period To place them so they'll find their soulmates in another time period and usually these young ladies are unique in some kind of way maybe a little you know otherworldly maybe they have special creative skills that aren't explained by their time period they're forward thinkers they're authors (laughs) they're artists they may be the ladies who make advances because they think differently than the rest of everyone else that's what I think.
0: Are you trying to tell us something, Pepper? And we
1: <laughs> we have a place. No, I'm too much like my mom to be able to say that. We may not have made it into that category, but I think there are. You know, I people. find it I find it so fun when we pull these things from history. How you try so hard to make them romantic. I am determined. I'm determined, seriously. And you you with the psychopathic alien story, seriously? I mean. (laughs) A psychopath in every story. I mean, somebody's got to be the bad guy. Okay. Wouldn't you think that maybe a child who had been taken from a different time period could turn into a psychopath if they remember anything and know they've been carried through time? What would that do to you?
0: You I mean, seriously. I don't know. My idea was more simple. I mean, not the alien idea, but see, I'm thinking that. Well, especially with Queen Catherine, we'll call her that, Mm -hmm. her daughter, I think, was absconded by somebody in the family who wanted to protect her because of the royal um, traditions of slaughter and death. And I think what happened is this family member also had prearranged a marriage for little Mary.
1: Well, we're not sure that she married the bushel guy either.
0: Because- well, that's C, and so I'm thinking there's this prearranged marriage that somehow—and this is where my brain stops because I'm not a romance writer—but somehow ties her into the family of the Russian czars, who eventually end the curse by being the last ones to die. <sighs> Mm. I realize that we're talking hundreds of years difference between the Russian czars yeah. sure. and Mary Seymour but, but everybody's started, so related started. in that family right it everybody's
1: so related in the royal family line
0: it's that concept of generational curses mm. so once that curse was begun on Mary Seymour of the vanishing it had to be brought to fruition and it was finally culminated with the Russian czar and his family and where did they go oh
1: and how they were possibly very
0: truly killed or in not a brutal way. We <clears throat> bones were found. We have completely switched. <laughs> I'm just episode, saying.
1: I'm I, for a whole I researched thing. that family because well, that
0: was. I know. I've fast. watched the episodes too on the, what is it the histories Channel where they like are digging for bones out in the but forest. There
1: are royals who weren't found during that time there period are. or yes. So yeah. what that makes you wonder though excellent idea about this long-term curse love See? that idea See? it does have a bit of romantic tinge mm-hmm. to it however because most yes. fairy tales have curses and so um so <laughs> and so i like this idea because royal families a lot the czar the russian family the english family all these families married into each other right um, and so what if if Mary started the curse okay. or another family member started something else started way ahead because we haven't gone back any further than Mary no, no and, we and haven't. There's, a, there's a lot of crazy history before that one so if you guys you listeners find another disappearing child
0: um, so it's a disappearing two. child story too
1: yes we will talk maybe Mary didn't start the curse maybe, maybe. another royal family member did because You know, there's a lot. There's, uh, you know, there's Richard the Lionheart. There's all the strong female queens that happened a few decades, a few centuries before. What? 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 What Okay, Amy's getting excited. Let's
0: really twist the story into Uh like romantic gone wrong. Uh Uh-oh. What if there is somebody in this long lineage who falls in love with somebody else in this long lineage, like they're far enough apart to like be cousins in love, like we're sixth and yeah, yeah. seventh cousins, and it's not gross and weird. But they fall in love, but they know this curse exists, and they know they have to eliminate every last fem- family member, ending with the czar and his family, so this curse will die, so that they can hope to successfully stay alive and then marry so to be together they have to kill
1: so they're also the only so they've created a line of people who know the curse Mm -hmm. and are assigned Mm -hmm. assassins yes (gasps) yes we have we have just solved the russian revolution
0: i know and what? it all started because of two thwarted lovers. <gasps> okay. So, love gone bad.
1: So, but what if, um, what if a love gone right could fix the curse? I mean, we that would me mean you right don't now. have to kill anybody. <laughs> but you have to find the right to, to make it match. So what if, what if Elizabeth II. <laughs> And, and Prince Philip or, or William and Kate were the, they finally soulmates were finally found and matched because clearly Charles and Diana were not. And so <laughs> we only soulmates when the two finally soulmates match, it breaks the curse. I like that idea better than killing off people, a secret society of assassins. <laughs> Although it's very cool, Jamie. <laughs>
0: No, I'm all for the secret society of assassins that you know yes. in hopes of maintaining their own romance, only to find it thwarted because the curse can't be killed. But you know, whatever you can have a nice little story there with William and Kate. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think that soulmates right there. We've well, maybe, seen them together maybe clearly. Maybe what is this all circles back, and it comes back to Edgar and Jean. <laughs> yes related to the royal line <laughs> jane's related to the royal line and the american that comes and crashes it yes and brings in the freedom the american oh, here, freedom oh, right. from the curse i
1: remember they were soul. a pair of soulmates had to get together and they weren't able to get together right so the curse couldn't be broken it so you couldn't won't.
0: you know why because right. years later einstein's daughter disappeared Let's not forget about this poor little Italian baby.
1: That's right, 1903.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And what happened to her? I don't know. Right. Yes. So <laughs> we have invaders.
0: And, in the were- in the middle of this podcast, I was just given a note that was clandestine <laughs> to me. It said, "Am I related to Pocahontas and Thomas Jefferson?" <laughs> Howard At this point I nodded Thomas- and said, yes, you are. Apparently they're having a uh, genealogy war as to who's related to the most famous person. Nice. But back to Einstein's daughter. <laughs> so what if Einstein's daughter, now I'm not sure about decades and historical periods here, but what if Einstein's daughter really was the offspring of Edgar and Jane? Yeah. Oh, and they were covering for it. And they're still trying to cover for this and the curse and the time travel. Okay, fine. And so they drop with your theory, this little baby to Einstein's life, because who better to figure it out than a genius? Exactly. Who was
1: socially inept. <laughs> Perfect. Socially inept Wait a second, wait a second. Einstein though, and the theory of relativity and all the space and time continuum stuff, wouldn't it be interesting if he's the one who figured out this yes this this otherworldly matching soulmates thing and was and it's was, was See, so close people,
0: to- here's my thought people think history doesn't tie together <laughs> and they shortchange even the history books it shortchange like they separate things by national histories right right and it's not that way if you're a true conspiracy theorist we are all tied together and in and the end the i'm still to, like, saying aliens
1: <laughs> i i still like the i really like the curse idea
0: the I curse really idea like, yeah
1: generational curse idea cuz i mean what a neat thing to either through assassins or right. through right or through some more fantastical idea of finding two soulmates that actually end the curse now mm-hmm. if you are following your fairy tale stuff jamie yeah curses usually end by a kiss or something mm. very happy and wonderful like that
0: and so- thank you for joining us for episode number 3 <laughs> she's shutting me down y'all she's shutting me down i'm causing her to not be able to handle her stuff Uh, i need to drink some anti-nausea medications while you (laughs) go ahead true love's kiss (laughs) i'm starting to like um hear like little disney songs playing in my mind
1: (laughs) yeah idly birds <laughs> I'm missing. I'm missing. <laughs> there you go. The the I love. Love. Okay, okay.
0: You <laughs> can only handle so much Don't of kill us. Me. I mean, wait, do you find me? Uh-huh. <laughs> I always have to change the lyrics. <laughs> oh, that's another episode. Disney romance has gone wrong.
1: <gasps> that would be so fun. Oh, my right? word. Right?
0: We'd probably get sued by Disney, though. So let's not go there. How would we get, would we? I don't know you know people just get offended by weird things nowadays so
1: I know, it's, just, it's just sad it that's is sad. we don't even have to create a conspiracy theory about that
0: <laughs> anyway <laughs> back to the missing children
1: no but I think that's a pretty good start I wonder what our readers our listeners are going to think about I don't know that and if they can find other missing People and and the thing to find it, yeah, they have to be before the age of five because right. again, it won't fit the conspiracy. So they the children have to be uh, before the age of five, and there has to has to be enough uncertainty that you can't trace what really happened to them. Mm. And these two particular cases, we don't have enough data. No,
0: we to show don't
1: what happened. There's not enough, uh, mm-hmm. there are not enough letters. There are not enough records to say what really happened to them. So that it has to be so obscure because otherwise it wouldn't fit. Right. We, it has to right. be obscure, which makes it fun.
0: You know, on a serious note though, consider literally dropping out of history. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's records that you're born and then nothing.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's even cu- more curious when it's people who were notable right. because I mean, most of us, like I trace back my family history and there are st- thousands of people. I'll never know what happened to them because they were just regular folk. Right. right. Um, now the ones I've been able to follow best are the ones who ended up being Lord somebody of the eighth something, you know, because he has like, he has, a he has a Wikipedia page, you know, but Wow, <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: you step it up there but,
1: i know right although i wouldn't be glad to say, i am part of mary surratt who helped house john wilkes booth as one of my family members so that's another way you can also find out <laughs> it can be good or bad the things you don't want to know about your family <laughs> yeah so um but if they're going to, if you guys are going to add to the conspiracy mm-hmm. right which is right. super fun right and and you get to decide which one you believe in is is it going to be jamie's assassin
0: curse yes
1: no or is it going to be my soulmate curse that has to be broken that way you get to decide that's so fun you get to vote and bring any of the other ideas you have because yep. we love to hear them. I think next week we haven't really discussed, next time we haven't really discussed what we're going to talk about but we do have a cipher that's never been solved that we
0: might talk about. I think the great cipher mystery is definitely the next on the list. And it's an American one it so is that American. makes it pretty fun. And it involves treasure. Yes. So what more can you ask for in the next
1: and one? Exactly and if you guys have any other historical nuggets you are uncertain about or would like us to twist around and make it aliens or all kinds of fun and exciting right
0: right (laughs) paranormal (laughs) right and I haven't even brought in paranormal elements yet so
1: although I did do this kind of outside time travel group of team that are dropping kids places
0: well that is true that is true but so You know this was a a great (laughs) episode yes do you have any interesting historical odd facts to leave us with
1: i have a fact to leave you with
0: because we did start that tradition and again this is a kind of a relaunch episode so y'all are gonna have to be see now you're rubbing off on me i'm saying y'all
1: yes y'all are gonna have to be a
0: little bit (sighs) well
1: i have heard I have heard that my kissing scenes are rubbing off on you too. So let's just yeah, keep Someone said I uh, was swoonworthy the other day.
0: Someone called
1: you. Jamie's book, her newest one, uh what is it? Foxglove. What's the whole title?
0: On the clips of Foxglove Manor.
1: Uh-huh. They said that book had swoonworthy kisses in it. Wow. Yeah, yo, yo. Oh yeah. Did you read it? No, I'm reading it right <laughs> now. That's the that's the only way I'm going to be able to get through is knowing that there are Swinworthy kisses in it. I have to make so it through since the scary I did parts.
0: That for you, will you in your next book kill someone?
1: I actually, in the book that's coming out next week, have killed me. a few people. Oh, so see, we're good. We're good right. <laughs> even even <laughs> out. We'll even out that way. Okay, wait, let me see. Okay, okay. So I had something pulled up. Um. Robert Louis Stevenson isn't a household name, but you probably know him from his hit novel, Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. What you probably don't know is that he wrote the novel on cocaine and then gave the novel to his wife for review. After his his wife stated that the book was an allegory and that he should write it as such, Stevenson burned it so that he could force himself to write it according to his wife's feedback speaking of his wife fanny osborne met robert lewis Stevenson while she was in paris they fell in love and she became his muse when fanny had to return home to america stevenson saved up for three years to see her again so that they could be together there you have it you have both weird and romantic in one
0: paragraph <laughs> and on that note thank you for joining smoothies and snaps <laughs> We'll be back with another weird conspiracy theory episode where we take history and shake it up a bit. Thank you all. Have a
1: great day.
0: <laughs> Thank you for joining this episode of Smooches and Stabs with Pepper Basham and Jamie Jo Wright. Find us at facebook.com forward slash smooches and stabs on YouTube and on your favorite podcast player.